HR leaders, what's on your mind these days? Is it AI? Is it the economy? The talent market? Remote work? Retention? DEI? Pay transparency? New laws? Our 2024 Workplace Trends Report outlines how HR leaders are thinking about these challenges and what they believe will help their organizations overcome them. Want to find out what they said? Head on over to peoplemanagingpeople.com forward slash workplace trends 2024 and download the report to find out. What does it take to grow your business in a fast and sustainable way? Is there a magic formula that you follow? How do you know that it'll help you grow? Well, my conversation today with Manuj Arjwal, we'll talk through three elements on how to grow your business in a fast and sustainable way and how this has been in a winning formula for Manuj. So stay tuned. We're people managing people, and our purpose is to build a better world of work. We're owners, founders, entrepreneurs. We're middle managers, team leaders. We represent every business function in an organization. And we're on mission to help people lead and manage their teams and organizations more effectively. So if you want to lead and manage better, and if you want to become a better organizational leader and more effective people manager, then join us. I'm your host, Tim Reitzma, and keep listening to find inspiration actionable insights, and tools you need to recruit, retain, and manage and lead your people and organizations more effectively. And while you're listening to the show, please subscribe and join our mailing list on peoplemanagingpeople.com. Join our community of leaders and follow us on social media to stay up to date with all that's going on. Hi, Manuj, and welcome to the People Managing People podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much. Thanks. I'm excited. Yeah, you know, it's it's been a while since we last connected and and when we last talked, uh I asked you a question about uh, what's what keeps you up at night. And and I loved your answer and your response was growing your business in a sustainable way. How to grow fast in a sustainable way. And so I'm I'm really curious what what prompted you to to respond to, uh to that question or what's what yeah, I'm just I'm really curious about about uh about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, um, we all seek growth. We all seek uh, uh, hitting new targets, you know, uh, breaking new ground. And uh, for an entrepreneur, there is, uh, there is uh, obviously, uh, growth is top of mind all the time. Now, where a growth can become problematic is sustainable growth. Because, you know, as, as humans as well, we know that, it takes time to learn something, to to you know to um, to become a master at something. And no matter how much you try, you cannot give birth to a child in three months or or four months. So you have to take the time um, to actually fully mature uh, the process. But once that process has matured, now you can see there are multiple options available to you. Some options can lead to hyper growth very quickly. Some options can lead to slower but sustainable growth. And also it depends on your own tolerance and risk level that that you want to take. Um, So, you know, one of the things that I uh, have been fortunate to do is being involved in hundreds and hundreds of startups and looking at their journey, looking at the the most successful startups, how did they grow? Uh, the, the startups that failed, how did they fail? And time and again, I, I see that a sustainable growth pattern comes into the picture. So what do I mean by that? Like some people tend to raise a lot of money 
very very quickly and when that happens uh they tend to waste that money waste that resource and even though they had the backing of uh you know very significant investors uh the startups failed in some other cases some startups had absolutely no budget they were on shoestring budget but they focused on the most important aspects of business customers and uh, their satisfaction and they made sure their employees were happy so they grew sustainably and that that growth was such that you know even when they became a real company out of a startup stage they continued to grow so uh, sustainable growth to me is that is is that that is the essence of business where we can grow in a comfortable and sustainable manner and and it doesn't hit a plateau where we say okay we grew so fast uh, you know in the first 5 years of our existence but now we are just sort of cruising through and we are not making any progress that is not sustainable growth sustainable growth is where you you know you you have systems in place where as you add new clients to your uh, client roster you can continue to serve them at a at the same level of quality at the same level of satisfaction that you have been doing for the past several years so so sustainability is 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 that and then of course another aspect is outside the business sustainability is is a huge concern now especially after the pandemic you know how do you make sure you don't um uh you, you have a good impact on society you have a good impact on community on on the environment and things of that nature so again sustainability comes into the picture not only within the organization but outside the organization as well yeah i think that's a, such an important part it's not just let's just grow our our bottom line let's just grow revenue as fast as we can um it's that sustainable and it's uh it's it's that looking at the bottom line and looking at the environment and and all the the impact you can have and and so as a founder of 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 your current venture, Tetra Noodle Technologies. I love the name and I'd love to know the story behind that. Um, A boutique, big data and AI consulting company. Um, Kind of what is is your philosophy behind growing uh, growing your business? Is it you bring in as much cash as possible to just grow it as fast as possible? Or how how are you growing your business in a sustainable way? Yeah, I mean, see, the thing is, um, first of all, there is there is um a lot of competition in pretty much every field out there so what f- the first thing you need to do is what is unique about you what 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 is what is something that you do so well that nobody else can match that um uh that's sort of the unique selling proposition in our case it's a uh, it's the mix of psychology uh behavioral science and technology so we humanize the technology and and when we do that the results are just simply amazing nobody can match it then the next step is being able to uh, deliver on that promise so uh, i can make uh, a lot of claims here uh, but the thing is uh, when somebody comes through the door and they say okay you know i'm ready to give you a chance show me what you can do uh, now it's time to deliver so can you deliver can you keep that client happy to the certain extent that that client is so happy that they go turn around and refer their uh friends and family so that uh, i believe is the essence of business first you know you you define your unique selling proposition and secondly you serve the clients you get them the results that you have promised and you give them um outstanding service where you know they 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 are compelled to say hey you know i i uh i work with the, this company and uh, i got tremendous results so people i care about my friends and family should also 
um, uh, take advantage of this opportunity and work with this uh, this company. It sounds like a just a, a such a great formula, a winning formula, right? To to growing your business, it's uh, and and it's and it's working. It's working for you. So maybe tell us a little bit about uh, your company, how it's been growing. Um, you know, share what you can and uh, and and kind of what's next for for you and in, in in your organization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, uh, you know, um, data is uh, the new gold. Data is the new oil. So if you have, if you understand data. Um, you can do tremendous things with it. And the evidence of that is all around us. Um, companies like Amazon and Google and Facebook, they utilize data. And uh, within the span of two decades, they have become the most valuable companies on the planet. They beat out Ford, they beat out Walmart, they beat out you know all these conglomerates which have been around for hundreds of years. And that's because they really understand data. They understand more about us than we do, and the and uh, that uh, that is the power of data which we provide to our clients, whether that's startups or uh, uh, Fortune 500 companies. The idea is that not a lot of people understand um, what is the value that they are sitting on. They have been collecting data for maybe it's several years or several decades. But what do they do with that data? How do they utilize it? How do they capitalize it uh, um, uh, on, on the value that is, uh, you know, encapsulated in that data? That's where we come in, where we find the patterns. We say, hey, let's look at uh, your the, the buying behavior of your customers. Uh, let's look at the demographics of your customers. And, and it's not just simple demographics. Okay, you know, l- let's look at the age. And those things have been done, tried and tested. But we go real deep and look at the behavior, look at the psychology of the person. What are they going through? See, um, we are living in a very dynamic environment. As the environment around us changes, as the economy around us changes, our behavior, our psychology also changes. Uh, before 2019, before the pandemic was on the scene, the business was done very differently. Now everybody thinks differently. So when you look at that data, you can pick up these patterns and you can say, okay, you know, now the economy has changed. People are thinking differently. Now let's uh, tweak our product mix. Let's tweak our pricing. Let's tweak the offers that we are making uh, and enhance the customer satisfaction, enhance customer loyalty. That's that's what it's all about. Understanding your customers, understanding your employees. And when you really get into that um, mode, um, then you get buy-in very quickly. You get uh, you don't have to, um, you know, you don't have to convince somebody of the value that you're providing. You, you People see that, you know, uh, hey, this will be beneficial to me. And obviously, as, as you do that consistently, uh, your profit margins increase, your uh, marketing spend goes down, customer loyalty increases. All these are benefits which are uh, very human, at a very human level, very satisfying. But at the same time, um, Doing this with technology can can be done very very quickly, uh, very very consistently. Doing it through manual means is uh, is a, is an uphill battle. Yeah, I can see how your company really helps uh, other organizations. Uh, really, and just in line with the topic of this podcast, is how to grow your business fast in a sustainable way by looking at your data. Right, you can grow and say, "I just need more money," and you keep throwing money at a problem. Uh, it doesn't solve the problem. It's taking a look internally inside your business and 
and saying, okay, well, what, what data do I have? What unique um, selling proposition or what, what's my unique offering? And so it sounds like that's what your organization is able to, to help people unpack. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, not only that, like, you know, uh, we, we help with personal branding. A lot of people uh, need to build their brand online these days. And uh, once again, it takes a lot of energy, a lot of time. But with AI, with automation, we are able to establish thought leaders. We are able to create influencers within months, weeks, uh, and people get a lot of traction, inbound leads, inbound uh, interest, uh, opportunities to speak, uh, opportunities to participate in conferences. You know, I think I shared this with you a few months ago. Um, uh, I got a chance to talk at a UN-related event next to um, next to the Secretary General of the UN and uh, Nobel Prize winner. So these kind of opportunities are uh, they don't happen you know um, every day but once you establish a brand name um, it becomes easier it becomes more uh, real than than people think it can be yeah I, th- I think you're absolutely right well i know you're absolutely right it's that it's that building that trusted brand so again you can grow fast but if people don't trust you and you don't have authority in your space then then you're you're kind of in trouble. You're you're kind of just going to flounder there. So I just want to take a little shift here. And so we've been talking about you know kind of the how to grow. And I think uh, uh, I want to take a look at from the perspective of leadership. So you've had an opportunity to you're leading in your organization. In your past, you've led multiple teams. So a question is that I have is what does leadership mean to you? Um, you know, see the the thing is that. Leadership, in my opinion, is like being a GPS, being a map, being somebody who can point in the right direction and say, okay, this is where we are going. This is the territory that uh, that we need to cross. And this is the speed we can adopt. And when there are potholes, when there are roadblocks, uh, let me know. I will be there to, to uh, help you out, roll up my sleeves and and let's get this done together and let's get to the destination together. Um, that is the essence of leadership, in my opinion, is that the other thing is understanding what is the overall objective. So in the same analogy of going in a certain direction, if you are the GPS, um, you are the GPS for the team. So you need you have a team objective you want to reach somewhere, whether that's a revenue goal, whether that's a, you know a launching a product, whether that's launching a company, what have you. But you also have to realize each member of the team also has their own personal goals, right? So they have their own priorities, they have their own families, they they have their own, um, uh, you know, uh, things that are not visible on the surface. Like somebody wants a job uh, uh, as a project manager because um, they want to pay off their debt, um, student debt. Somebody wants uh, uh, somebody wants to uh, you know do really well and get a promotion because. Um, they are planning to have a family next year. Uh, these are some of the things that uh, that nobody talks about their on their resume or on their cover letters or anything like that. But once you get to know people, once you really understand what their personal priorities are and how do you align those priorities with the with the overall team objectives, um, that that is the essence of leadership. Because then then you tap into you know once once you align those priorities, you tap into intrinsic motivation that. All of us have, right? So once you once you do that, when when people say, "Hey, you know, this person is not only uh, focused on 
on the company objective or his own agenda but he's trying to help me get where i want to get in my professional and personal life then you don't need to push people um they they push themselves and the the work uh, environment becomes very enjoyable and collaborative and and uh, uh, you know there are there is no politics involved there is no you know backstabbing involved so that's what i think uh, about leadership yeah that's fantastic and I, i love that you brought in just those um the motivators you know what is motivating somebody because you know it really feeds into growing your business so filling a, a company full of people is not necessarily going to grow your business it's understanding what's underneath the surface that's such an important uh, aspect of leadership do you see that often or do you do you see that there's a need for leaders to be able to sit down with their teams and really you know unpack what is um, aside from career aspirations but what is that motivation do you do you see that oh, there's a need absolutely 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 i mean in fact i will say a lot of the times most i will say 90% of the people or the companies we talk to they are not there they are not there they don't even know anything about their employees other than what is on the resume they don't know who is in their family they don't know uh, what is bothering them they don't know anything about about um about their uh, team members and in many cases that you know that that is what's causing uh, disengagement that's what's causing productivity loss uh, you know productivity loss is uh, or or lack of engagement uh, accounts for what about 8 trillion dollars loss around the globe yearly um, that's a and, lot of money and uh, exactly and it has become worse because now we are not even you know working face to face anymore in many cases we are working hybrid or remote so a lot of actually companies come to us just to get advice on how to uh, reengage their employees and and we work on the psychological level you know just like i uh, explained we 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 bring in that human factor which uh, in turn brings in that uh, engagement back if bringing in the human factor it's it's just often i've seen in in back in my consulting days is just lost it's uh it, like you said it's you know what's on somebody's resume you know what their goals are and and then you know i can just imagine a founder or a leadership team wondering why the company's not growing why is it not you know growing in in the way that they need so so it sounds like you know from from what i'm hearing it's not just about the product about the unique uh aspect of what you're offering the market but it's also looking internally if you want to grow your business you have to be looking internally absolutely there is no there is absolutely no point to look externally unless you clean your own house there is no point um you'll be just pushing harder you'll be spending more you'll be getting more frustrated yeah and, and so i'm curious have you uh, you know what do, what do you do as a leader uh, how how do you um you know thinking about your business and wanting to ensure that it's growing in a sustainable way and and it's it's growing fast um kind of walk us through you know manuj like what is what is your day to day or your week to week with with yeah, your yeah. leadership team sure sure so i mean at the end of the day you know um it all stands uh, starts with a vision on where do you want to be where do you want to go um and then uh, that is a high level vision and in some cases very not very clear okay you know we want to sign up uh, you know 100 clients by by the end of the year so, so let's say that's a vision and then you sort of break it down on monthly basis and say okay 
what can we do this month to achieve some of that vision that vision may be totally unrealistic maybe too much or too little i have no idea but that's the vision let's figure it out what we can do to you know solidify that this month and then come up with a certain uh, certain projects that we can accomplish in that month and then um making sure that we have the resources to execute that plan and many cases what we do is we look at the team and we look at the uh, resources and many many times we have to say no to many projects and say okay we don't have the team we don't have the time so let's clean that off and let's come up with a plan that we can realistically execute there is no point in you know making castles in the air especially at the tactical level uh, with a vision long term vision yeah you can make castles in the air that's not a problem but with the tactical part you 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 cannot there is no point so once you break it down then basically i sit down with my team every day there's a there's a meeting one hour uh, stand up meeting um where we talk about what i mean three questions we ask what happened yesterday what are you planning to do today do you have any questions where i where myself or the team can help you accomplish your goals right and after that i just um they, i just let them do their thing because my team is spread across four continents so even from the time zone perspective i cannot be looking at them plus people as i said earlier once once we um tap into that intrinsic motivation you need to give autonomy to people otherwise again if you're micromanaging them there is there is that that intrinsic motivation is going to get killed so you let them know okay these are the objectives this is the plan this is why we are doing it that is another important thing a lot of leaders miss that part which is to explain why the hell are we doing this you know what is the objective where are we going you know i can tell somebody okay you know we're going to do um we're going to do like uh, 10 10 social posts we're going to do 100 uh, client calls we're going to do all these things to what end like what is the objective okay then you need to explain okay if we do 10 uh, 10 social posts on average we are getting these many views on average this it leads to this many leads and those leads will convert you know by conversion rate it'll convert to this many customers and when we convert that revenue this is what will happen to the company and when the company does that coming back to your intrinsic motivation how will it affect your life mm-hmm. makes sense so now yes uh now that 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 uh, 10 posts are directly tied to their intrinsic motivation of raising a family next year their intrinsic motivation of paying off that mortgage next year whatever mm-hmm. that is right yeah uh and so now they know okay this is important this is why right yeah. um and then let them do the work and then hold them accountable next day that hey you said this was going to happen what happened let's look at the data and not in a not in a way uh, of acquisition not in a way of being a big brother but okay let's see what we were able to achieve uh this is awesome that we were able to achieve this but what about this which we were not able to achieve what can i do what can the team do to get us closer to that goal maybe we uh we were not realistic in this maybe we didn't um, anticipate the challenges that 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 we had but if you are sincere if 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 the team member is sincere enough and they can demonstrate they put in a uh, their sincerest effort and we were not able to achieve that goal um you should have that trust in in the in the team member that okay you know there is some gap here we need to fill that gap whether that's communication whether that's knowledge whether that's tools whatever that gap is let's fill it but then on the other side you also have to take them make them accountable that if they consistently miss their uh, targets then you need to have a conversation okay you know is there something bigger going on behind the scenes if there you know there's like like in some cases life events are happening in their life which we are not privy to 
or you know something something going on but at the end of the day if they are consistently not delivering then you need to replace the team member though that's that's the process that i go through and um starting from multi million dollar projects or small projects it it works consistently whether that's a global large team whether that's a very small team at the end of the day you need to give autonomy to people you need to tell them this is why we are doing it this is what you need to do give them the tools give them the knowledge and uh, and then let them do their thing yeah providing that clarity right you know so if if i say to a team member or say to somebody in in my life like you know i can't think of a good example but okay go plan an event and that's it i don't provide any guidance on what's the event about what's the title what's the outcome what's the what's the goal it's not going to be a great event but actually as a leader we sit down and need to set you know the the strategy you know why are we doing this what's the purpose what's the point and and then allowing people to to be autonomous and and drive the results yeah and so it sounds like it sounds like that's been a winning formula for you yeah i mean uh, you know um and and then the other thing is like you got to do you got to do what you love doing and uh, and then and then um that that becomes such a uh, easy way to make a living and live life that even when there are downturns you're doing what you love anyways so so it's all good and and the people around you are supporting you because they know that you are working in their favor and so it it's just it's just a, a a wonderful way to uh, to do business yeah no no it sounds it sounds like it so if anybody's listening or if if people are listening today and thinking about okay how can i grow my business in a fast sustainable way sure you can go and raise money that's one way of doing it and uh, you know or let it grow organically i think it's defining what that fast means because i worked at a company that you know, it was part of our our purpose was to be one of the best, not the best, but just one of the best. And it was slow and steady, and the founders loved it. They just that was how they wanted to run their business. I've also worked at companies where it was we got to take it in as much money as possible so we can develop a product and grow, and then we'll run out and we'll raise more. And it's all about raising more and more and more. Mm. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, everybody has their own way. There's no right or wrong, um, but but yeah, whatever works for for each person. Yeah, and I think it's you, you touched on something that's that's really important. Uh, it's not just thinking about growing the product, but growing uh, from a leadership perspective and growing the team because they're effectively the ones who are going to be driving the business forward. And so, if if somebody's listening and going, okay, so. This is great. How do I do this? How do I, you know, I need to grow my business. I, I have people that rely on me. What do I do? Where do I start? How, how do I, you know, is it defining what fast is? Is it defining the, the goals? We've got a product. So, you know, what's that one piece of advice that you can um, provide? Well, I mean, you know, I wish I wish there was a, a, <laughs> an answer to that. Uh, you know, if, I know, right? It's, was, a, it's like shake yeah. the, you know, the, and, you know, it's like looking, looking the, uh, and try to get like, you know, that wish list or that magic answer out of out of that eight ball. Uh, the, the magic answer is this, right? Like, uh, there is no no one single situation that is uh, that is similar to another. So everybody is uh, doing their own thing. They are in their own sort of uh, niche. They are serving a different set of clients. They are trying to solve a different type of problem. 
So it all uh, starts with that under, uh, you know, analyzing uh, what is it that they are trying to do? What does the market demand? What, what are they good at? And, um, and then trying to sort out what are the roadblocks, as I said earlier, what are the potholes? Uh, because once you go through uh, enough of these scenarios, you can spot them. And that's what we do for our clients. We, we say, okay, it seems like your messaging is not correct. It seems like the, and in, in some cases, uh, you know, once you understand human psychology, once you understand behavioral science, there are things which will surprise you. Even the color of the packaging can make a huge difference. Even the font on the web page can make a huge difference. So it's not just about raising money or launching new products. It's about really, really understanding what is the customer going through. The growth will only happen through one means if you have more customers. There is no other way uh, unless you're buying your own product. So, um, so, so the idea is you need to understand your customers and there are multiple ways to do that. And um, once you really get down into that uh, you have the resonance, you have, you have the clarity, um, then it's just optimizing, making sure you, you provide that value, making sure more people know about you. It's a noisy world out there. Um, so, so it's not the best product that wins in this marketplace. It's the best known product that wins. So you need to strategize how to, how to cut through the noise, how to get your message, how to grab the attention of your customer, not only grab their attention, but when, when, when they are distracted, which we all are through, you know, um, through all the media that is being thrown at us every day, um, how do you make yourself memorable that, okay, maybe, you know, I, I mean, uh, my customer is sitting in the, in the commute and they're just sort of browsing uh, their mobile phone and they, and they just had a glance of what we have to offer, but then, or they listen to a five second clip of, of this podcast and then they forget about it. But then how do you make it memorable such that when they are off their uh, commute, when they are in their office, and then that pressing need strikes them that, hey, you know, I need a solution to this problem. Oh, I remember that person was talking about this. Let me find out how, how I can reach them. How do you make that memorable? Those are some of the things you need to think about. And this is nothing to do with you, nothing to do with your business. It's all to do with your your uh, target audience, right? Yeah, you, you can make... The, the best widget in the world, but unless you have somebody to buy it, um, it's just still going to be the best widget in the world to you as, as the developer. And so, yeah, I, you know, I think that's, that's so vital and so key. It's not just, again, it's not just thinking about the, the product. It's not just thinking about uh, how good it is. It's not just thinking about internally, but thinking about that customer. And as a leader in organization, you need to think about everything. You need to think about it all. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I'm I'm really curious about the name of your organization, the name of your yeah. company. So maybe yeah. spend a spend a minute and just tell us about uh, yeah. Tetra Noodle and, and just the name behind it. I, I'd love yeah, to, yeah, sure. love to so, know. You, you, since you are in Vancouver, you, it'll it'll be easy for me to explain to you. Uh, there's sure. a there's a restaurant chain called uh, Noodle Box uh, mm-hmm. here in uh, Vancouver, and you know, I, I had a client and. Uh, uh, I made friends with that client and a few other people. And uh, we used to go to Noodle Box like all the time when I used to visit. And um, when I was uh, rebranding, 
I was like, man, I ha- I'm not a marketing guy. I don't know what to call it. And then I was just sitting around with uh, my friends over there and then said, hey, what do you think about Noodle Box? That's a, that's a good name. And I was just joking. I was like, you know, they're going to laugh at me. And they goes, no, that that has a bell, rings, of, like, you know, that has a, a tone to it. I'm like, really? Um, and, they, and they say, yeah, 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 go ahead. And then so, you know, rather than saying Noodle Box, I, I just took the box, the four corners of the you know, the Chinese sort of takeout box and then yeah. call it Tetra. So that's the story behind it. Oh, I love it. See, it's memorable. It's, it's, uh, it prompts people to, to think about, okay, well, what, what is this brand all about? And so, so I, I, thanks for, you know, I kind of threw that one at you, but I, I appreciate you, you telling us about it. And, and for, for those who are listening, um, and interested in knowing how to you know, leverage your data, how to grow your business, how to look internally to to uh, motivate your team. Head over to tetranoodle.com and uh, or you know take a look at the show notes, and, and we'll definitely put your contact information in there, Manoush, and, and the company name. And and so yeah, I, I thank you so much for for sharing some nuggets of wisdom with us today and uh it's been uh, i've really enjoyed the conversation I know we hopped around a little bit but uh but there's definitely some some big takeaways including you know you got to have a good product in order to grow um, and then we spent some time on leadership like that's such an important aspect you know if nobody wants to work with you or for you you've got a problem and so you you've got to you've got to correct that and then you're looking at your customer so you know, there's your 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 three aspects of of growth so thanks again manush for coming on thank you so much thanks it was so good to hear from Manush today on the People Managing People podcast. If you liked what you heard, uh, please head over to our website, peoplemanagingpeople.com. Check out the podcast, check out the show notes. We've got links to Manush's company as well as his LinkedIn if you do have further questions for him. Also, subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcasting platform and check us out on social media. Hope you have a great day.